He sent forth his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Psalm 107 verse 20. The message you're about to hear is a straightforward, down-to-earth and insightful teaching by Lady Reverend Adelaide Heward-Mills. Lady Reverend Adelaide serves under her husband, Bishop Dag Heward-Mills, as a pastor at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Lady Reverend Adelaide is a handmaiden of God and is privileged to have been used by God to pastor and to speak the Word of God, both nationally and internationally, to all ages and gender. She has a plethora of messages on many issues, experiences, and situations of life from God's perspective. Get ready to be transformed as you listen to this message by God's anointed handmaiden, Lady Reverend Adelaide Heward-Mills. Hallelujah. Shall we share a word of prayer? Father, thank you for the privilege of coming before your word. The entrance of your word giveth light. Let your word bring light to our lives, to our path, and to our destinies represented here this morning. I pray that you will anoint this vessel of clay. I pray that because of your mercy, every hindrance from this vessel will be set aside. That the Spirit of God will go forth and do that for which it has been sent to accomplish this morning. I thank you for answered prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Please take your seats. Praise the Lord. This morning I want to speak to you about the woman of good understanding. 1 Samuel 25. Hallelujah. We thank God for a women's convention. And we thank the presiding bishop and the bishops in the house for giving us ladies a place and a voice. And we pray that we will bring forth everything that God has invested in us. Amen. Amen. Now this is a popular story. We are reading from 1 Samuel 25 chapter 2. Now there was a man in Maon whose business was in Camel and the man was very rich and he had 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats and it came about while he was sharing his sheep in Camel now the man's name was Nabal, and his wife's name was Abigail, and the woman was intelligent, or of good understanding, and beautiful in appearance. But the man was harsh and evil in his dealings, and he was a Calebite. That David heard in the wilderness that Nabal was sharing his sheep. So David sent ten young men, and David said to the young men, Go up to Carmel, visit Nabal, and greet him in my name. And thus you shall say, have a long life. Peace be to you, and peace be to your house, and peace be to all that you have. And now I've heard that you have sharers. 
Now your shepherds have been with us and we have not insulted them, nor have they missed anything all the days they were in Camel. Ask your young men and they'll tell you. Therefore, let my young men find favor in your eyes, for we have come on a festive day. Please give whatever you find at hand to your servants and to your son David. When David's young men came, they spoke to Nabal according to all these words. Verse 10, but Nabal answered David's servants and said, who is David? And who is that son of Jesse? There are many servants today who are each breaking away from his master. Shall I then take my bread and my water and my meat that I have slaughtered for my sharers and give it to men whose origin I do not know? So David's young men retraced their way and went back and they came and told him according to all these words. And David said to his men, each of you get on his sword. So each man gathered on his sword and David also gathered on his sword and about 400 men went up behind David while 200 stayed with the baggage. But one of the young men told Abigail, Nabal's wife, um, well, I don't know whether we should read the whole story. Verse 16, they were a wall to us both by day and night all the time we were with them tending the sheep. Verse 17, now therefore know and consider what you should do for evil is plotted against all his household and he is such a fool or a worthless man that no one can speak to him. Amen. Amen. I think that I'll pick the other verses as we go along. But Abigail was a woman of good understanding. And how a woman of good understanding can end up with a fool, only God knows. But many times, women may be endowed with something. But when we meet a man, whatever the endowment is, it goes to naught. And we have the ability to marry or to choose foolish things. Amen, ladies. And as if to make the contrast very sharp, the Bible tells us the man's name was Nabal, which means fool. And the woman's name was Abigail, which means beautiful countenance and pleasantness. So even in the name, there's that difference. And then in the real character and attitude, there's also that difference. We do not know whether Abigail got married and then later converted to know God. That is also a possibility. But the Bible says that Nabal was a great man. He had 3,000 sheep, which means maybe 3,000 Mercedes Benzes, and 1,000 goats, which means maybe 1,000 Toyotas. And in this modern day, if Nabal was walking around, many women would be attracted to him because women like security, and they like soft areas, and they like things that are easily, readily available. And sometimes you wonder if you should blame them. Because when they marry men from humble beginnings, later when the men become ubuntiers, they also decide that they need another woman to complement that stage of their lives. Hallelujah. But I want to tell you this morning that the fact that a man is great at his job doesn't mean he'll be great at his marriage. And the fact that he is successful and has 3,000 benzes doesn't mean he'll be a God-fearing man. 
But in our modern times, when we see the mobile phone, the pager, and the slick benzes, we forget Christ. And we walk into things that we don't have to walk in. Some of us are already married, and we've already made that mistake. Some of us are married. We may not make that mistake of foolishness in the marriage, but we'll make it in another area of our lives in terms of the choices that we make. Amen. Amen. And so David sent only 10 men to go to Nabal to speak to him. So when you go, greet him in my name. Tell him, live long. Peace be to you. Peace be to your house. Peace be to all that you have. Very polite. Very welcoming. They came in a, in, in a way of peace. And they said it was a festive day. Just like Christmas or maybe Ramadan when Muslims give food easily. And neighbor was making food for his servants, sharers. So just give us some of the bread and some of the water because we have been security men. A wall to your people by day and night. So give us something. And the neighbor just starts talking. Out of the abundance of the heart. The mouth speaketh. You know, these days, people just get up and break from their master. If even they are broken from their masters, they are still being good to you. By being guards to your people. And stopping them from plundering. So face the issues, but you just talk like a fool. And the Bible says the foolish woman also, she's clamorous. And knoweth not what she saith. So foolishness is also in the words you speak without thinking. Amen. And when that happened, Abigail did not know. I submit that there was a breakdown of communication in the home. And that Abigail was in a very difficult situation. But when you are in a difficult situation, it is the wisdom that is from above that will deliver you. Because there was a poor man when a city was besieged. He didn't have money, but his wisdom delivered that city. And I believe that God makes us as women and men people of understanding. It says, with all thy getting, get wisdom. One remarkable thing about Abigail was that even though she was married to a rich man, a very wealthy man, she was an approachable woman. That is why the servant could tell her what was going on. But some of us women are unapproachable. We believe God for marriage, but we cannot be approached. Our demeanor alone will put you off. And sometimes when a brother just ventures, the rudeness and the scanning, the zzz, and the looks that you will give, just because he came to say, sister, will you please marry me? And as Bishop says, when the man has been a Christian for some time, or for a long time, he may not know how to give raps and how to lie. So he may go straight to the point. One lady said no to a brother in the church because he bought rice and stew in a polythene bag to go and bless her at work. And the lady said, Sister Mommy, this polythene bag ministration, I cannot flow. But a woman of good understanding will look beyond that. Hallelujah. And see that. Perhaps he's not refined, but certain things can be worked on so that he becomes what you want in a man. Hallelujah. Some things cannot change, but some things can change. Hallelujah. And many of us, we, 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 we escape God's blessing because we don't use wisdom. But the servant could approach Abigail. No matter how God promotes you, 
be in touch with people because it, it links you to reality and it makes you real and it enriches your own life. Pride is not something that takes us anywhere, but many of us women have a problem with pride. We don't want to call it pride and arrogance. We'll give it other names. But this weekend, we are getting real. And it's called pride. And the servant said to Abigail, so know this and consider what you will do. A woman of good understanding knows the facts. It is after all the information has come in, she knows. And then she considers what she will do. Hallelujah. We have to face the facts of our lives. You have to face the facts of your walk with God and where you are at. You have to face the fact of what your weaknesses are. You have to face the fact of what your strengths are. You have to face the fact of what your failings are. You have to face the fact of the type of situation you are in. Consider the, know the facts and consider what you will do. But many of us live in denial. Hallelujah. So, lady pastor, I don't have a beloved, but you have a boyfriend. But when we ask you, so you don't have a beloved. But you have a boyfriend. Oh, but you didn't ask me whether I have a boyfriend. You asked me whether I have a beloved. But know the fact that what you are walking in is sin. Sometimes I ask, is he born again? Oh, pastor, he's handsome. Is he born again? Oh, pastor, he's six foot four. You are not addressing the facts. And consider what you will do. Hallelujah. And when that happened, I don't know how much time I have. Abigail, when that happened, Abigail just collected 200 loaves, figs, raisins. The Bible says hurriedly. She put the things together hurriedly. Some of us, when visitors come to our house unexpectedly, the second world war will come to the house. You get very angry. You don't want any form of discomfort. You don't want to try anything. So every day you don't say you are bringing people. You know, I feel that I was privileged to grow up in that type of environment because my father would always go to church and not say that he was bringing anybody. But then when we get to church, then he would be calling the people, oh, Mr. Boabe, where are you going? Come for lunch. Oh, Auntie Sylvia, where are you going? Then he would just be collecting. <laughs> Without notice, then when we get home, the pressure would be on us. Hey, go, cut the onions. And sometimes when you are being slow, my mother will hit you in the back, you know, and you have to... Little did I know that God was training me. Because as I've grown up, many pastors and missionaries have come to my doorstep. They have told my husband two weeks before that they are coming. And my husband has forgotten to tell me. And sometimes I'm just there and then a car has arrived with people removing suitcases. Ah, what's happening here? Oh, we told Bishop that we were coming. And I've learned not to get angry, but just to flow. Hallelujah. And to understand that he has so many things on his mind, he probably cannot remember everything. And sometimes when I've said, but you didn't tell me, oh, but you can flow, you see. <laughs> That's another story. So Abigail collected the things and sent it ahead of her. The Bible says on donkeys. This also shows the wisdom of Abigail. She sent her gift before she got there. Because the Bible says, a man's gift shall make room for him. She didn't just go that, I've come. Now what is the matter? She sent a gift to soften the man's heart. 
Hallelujah. And sometimes when you have something to discuss at home or something difficult to do, you may have to send a gift to your husband. You may have to bless him before you complain. Amen, ladies. But many, but many times when we have an issue, we feel that we must sort out the issue first. But just be a blessing. Send the gift ahead and the gift will make room for you. Hallelujah. And when Abigail got there, the Bible says that David had marshaled 400 men. <laughs> when we cast... When we cast our minds back, we see that David sent 10 servants. But now when he was angry, he was sending 400 armed men to face Nabal. And he kept 200 to look after their things. And it was at that point that Abigail arrived. Abigail acted in good time. Timing is also part of wisdom. Hallelujah. Sometimes we speak at the wrong time. Or we complain at the wrong time. Sometimes the timing is right, but the method is wrong. Sometimes the timing and method are right, but the setting is wrong. So the timing, method, and setting must all be at the right time. So that you will be a woman of good understanding. When Abigail saw David coming, the Bible says that she got down from her camel. She fell on her face and she greeted him. And she said, my Lord. One of the ways to capture a man's heart is respect and submission. Hallelujah. It's not to stand up and to be unbendable. My mother-in-law says, when you don't bend, you break. You know, and many of us think that submission was put in the Bible to enslave us more. But submission was put so that we could enjoy life. Amen. So Abigail fell on her face and she called him Lord, and she said, oh, upon me, upon me let all this sin be. She entered into a place of intercession on behalf of her husband. Hallelujah. She had not done any sin. She had not committed any error, but she took it upon herself. Sometimes as a woman, you have to carry the error of your spouse, the error of your household, the error of your children. You have to come before his presence and say, upon me. That is the spirit of an intercessor. And I believe that many women are called to stand in the gap. If women didn't stand in the gap, what will happen will not be easy. And many times what women do is behind the scenes. By this time, Nabal was snoring. He didn't know what was going on. And Abigail spoke to David that, I mean, don't, I'm married to a fool. She spoke the truth. But at the same time, she stood in so that Nabal would not die. You need a balance there. She knew that she didn't have any excuse for Nabal. What would she go and say? Nabal has already spoken foolishly. So she said, it's true that he's a fool. But upon me, let this sin be upon me. Amen. And as she took upon herself the sins of others, I believe that it softened David's heart. And then she said to David, when you get up, you go and kill all these people and all these things. It won't be good for you because then you'll come to the throne with bloody hands and you will regret that you didn't allow God to avenge your enemies, but you did it to yourself. It is after you have taken the gift, after you have blessed, after you have been humble and submissive, and after you have come 
and taking on the sin of somebody else that you begin to speak reason with a man. Hallelujah. And when you begin to speak, always let him see the benefit in what you are asking for, for him. Because man is a selfish being. And when you come and you speak and all the benefit is yours, he will not agree. But when some of the benefit is for him, the way you come to the throne, your hands will be bloody. Everybody will say that David has a face. Oh, this woman is on my side. She's speaking on my behalf. And when he sees that benefit, he will soften towards you. And David said, blessed be your home, blessed be thou, and blessed be thy advice. May people tell you that your advice is a blessing to them. Because many of us, we give very bad advice because we don't have anything good in us. You know, so when the issues come, what is in us rises up. So we just give that advice. Oh, dog him. Forget about him. Face him. Let him know that you are also a woman. You know, that's the type of advice we give in our secret places. In church, you say, ah, that, I mean, the verse is there. But, you know, practical things are different from the word. Practical, but the word is supposed to be part of our living. Hallelujah. And when you come with submission and humility, it also makes you come in the spirit of, I'm also a sinner. I also have my own faults. I'm also not so great. I'm also not so faultless. And it makes you able to stand in for somebody else. And when that happened, David blessed Abigail. And Abigail went back home. When she went, neighbor was having a feast. The Bible says he had so much that when his wife had to rally 200 loaves, and it wasn't a problem. She had it at hand immediately. But the Bible says that Abigail did not tell Nabal. Why? Because he was drunk. A, a woman of understanding looks, as I was saying, at the setting. The setting was one of drunkenness and merrymaking. And sometimes the people we try to communicate with, they may not be literally drunk, but metaphorically they are drunk. And when you are drunk, it means you are not sober. Amen. And sometimes the people you are trying to communicate with, if you want to be a, good, a woman of good understanding, you must communicate in sober moments. That's why our parents sometimes wake up us at dawn, the freshness of the morning, so that they will speak to us. But some of you, as soon as your husband comes to the door from work, you have issues. So your face is frowned and you are not flowing. It's not easy, but if we are of good understanding, we'll know that the Bible says that there's a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof. The way seems right, it seems normal, emotionally, that's what you want to do, but the end of it is death. But the way of God is life. And the Bible tells us, choose life. Hallelujah. So Abigail did not say anything to Nabal until the next day when he was sober. And then she told Nabal what she had gone to do. And the Bible says that Nabal's heart smote him. And after 10 days, Abigail had interceded for him. So he had 10 more days. <laughs> but after 10 days, the Lord took Nabal away. But that was not Abigail's prayer. It was not her spirit. She was a woman of good understanding. And she could love even in complicated situations. And it takes that to thrive in good relationships, 
It takes that to have a successful marriage. And if you are having complicated relationships even before marriage, I guarantee that it's going to get more complicated when you marry. And I believe that one of the cornerstones of marriage is unconditional love. Amen. And unconditional love is unconditional well-being of the other person. The Bible says love does not seek its own way. Because left to you alone, David should just come and finish it because this man, he worries you. But that's not the God kind of love. And when we walk in the God kind of love, we always win. The Bible says love never fails. It means love always wins. Thank God that the love of God has been shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. It is not something that we have to go searching for, but it's something that we have to stir up so that it will come to pass. A woman of good understanding is a woman who walks in love and understands that love is better than hatred and that love always wins and that love never fails. This morning, may the Lord grant you good understanding. The Bible says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth liberally and abradeth not. Wisdom is something we can ask for. Although the Bible says we have the mind of Christ, sometimes the situations get complicated. Sometimes it's not that you don't even know what to do, but you have two options which are right. Which one do you take? But thank God that he has told us that if we lack wisdom, if we run out of wisdom, if we get short of wisdom, we should ask God. And he gives wisdom liberally. And wisdom is the principal thing. And with all our getting, ladies, may we get wisdom. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please stand to your feet. It was great having you today. To find out more about the resources available by Adelaide Heward Mills, please visit the Vision Bookshop at the Kodesh, North Kaneshi, or meet her on Facebook at Rev. Mrs. Adelaide Heward Mills. For prayer and counseling, please call 0243-187-900. You can also drop us an email at honeyonmylips at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, God richly bless you.